0: This program is intended for mature audiences only. Altitude Adjustment may contain language, images, or other content that some may find offensive. Your discretion is advised.
1: Welcome to Altitude Adjustment.
0: Good afternoon. I'm Leon Davis, joined with by Leonard Davis and Warren Harper. And you're listening to Altitude Adjustment, twice a week podcast about people, politics, and professions. And it is Friday, November the 12th at 2 p.m. Uh, welcome, gentlemen. Hope you've had a good week. Glad to be here.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: So
2: today's topic, talented. huh? I'm sorry. I, I meant, I meant to say it was a challenging week.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Not yet over.
0: <laughs> uh, so did you want to talk about your challenging week first, or we want to save that for the back end or are we just going to gloss over that?
2: Well, we me and my spouse had disagreements. So that's what made it a challenge.
1: Ah, 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 and oh, I, I won't get into
2: the details.
0: That's <laughs> I better not. Yeah, but that, that that's something that's that's definitely news cuz probably nobody in their spouse has had any issues you know come up in the past week.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, you know how it is. You just everything's perfect with a spouse, man.
1: Yeah, right. You got jokes. <laughs> we, we we
2: got our own Dave Chappelle over here. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs>
0: So today's topic is about um employee pipeline and it's about the idea that so i i was um listening to a video i can't i couldn't find the video again cuz i'm and i listen to so many videos and um i listen to and I, as i'm listening to them there are things that pop out that that all right good ideas but i was like you know i don't i don't see a show out of it uh, and then something else will come up later, and I go, oh, I wish I'd uh saved that video, but at the time, I had no idea that the video was gonna be pertinent but anyway uh so this this person was was talking about the school system and how the school systems were designed to provide workers for businesses and I thought, hmm uh you know we should we yeah. should have a little bit of a discussion, there was something else that came came up about schools that, that caused me to, to think that this would be a good topic. Um, the US public education was conceived in the 18th century. In 1790, Pennsylvania became the first state to require some form of free education for everyone regardless of whether they could afford it or not. Uh, New York passed similar legislation in 1805 and in 1820 Massachusetts became the first state to create a, create a tuition free high school, um. In oh, I have to. Uh, this is a, this is the last little bit here. Hold on. In 1930, all 48 states had passed. Uh, laws making education compulsory. And in 1965, Lyndon Johnson signed the Elementary and Secondary Education Act, which committed federal uh, money. Um, there was, and then it goes through all of the uh, education um, acts, you know, the uh, mm-hmm. Bush Bush had the, uh, No Child Left Behind. No Child, no
1: child Left Behind.
0: And Obama. mandate. Obama had raced to the top or something like that. So anyway, uh, in, the, in, the, in prepping for the show, we talked about some of the... Um, so I, that's what it was. Leonard said, uh, in our, one of our chat-arounds, Leonard said that the schools had gotten rid of uh, classes that prepared students for jobs once they left high school. You remember that?
1: Yeah.
0: All righty. So yeah. that's so that's how we got to this point to do this show. So now we're gonna have a small a small discussion about that. Uh anything you wanna to add to the setup, Leonard or Warren?
3: Well
1: come <laughs> okay, here, Warren. What did you guys <laughs> practice that?
3: <laughs> I oh, sorry, for go a ahead. A long time, and uh, I, I you know, even back then I, I don't remember how much they were actually being prepared, but I would have to say not nearly enough. All right, did you have a Well, go ahead. You know,
2: it you It's just the way that we the American public education system Refuse to wholesale account for the differences, especially the way women and men learn in general. Okay. And so that would be my setup to lead into what we're talking
0: about. Okay. So you. So at this point, your. You're, your concern or your main issue is that you feel that it's gender- it's not gender neutral the, the way the, the, the system is set up. Um, right. and so I'm going to, okay. So you, you're going to have to help me understand how, how we're going to discuss the the employee pipeline and the gender discussion at the same time. Cause, cause I, okay. I, I see, I see they have different details that are important in the discussion. Fair. Okay. Okay.
2: Well what well, fair.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: So what I what what I was gonna say was <clears throat> it's been shown and I think a previous guest you had on the show, uh Kim Ferguson had always said that men as boys, we tend to learn by doing things, putting our hands on something. Mm-hmm. And then you mentioned that last week or week before last. Mm-hmm. Uh we have to touch it to know that it'll burn. We have to get cut with it to know that it'll it'll cut Mm -hmm. and make us bleed. So, and and, you know, we like, we tend to like doing things with our hands, fixing stuff or how many guys have learned by taking apart their father's transistor radio Mm -hmm. or taking apart their sister's easy bake oven Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. Uh, And these courses that they've gotten rid of, such as welding, such as basic auto mechanics, such as basic wiring, such as cabinet making. A lot of them have been moved out of the public schools. And so men that don't want to go to college, for instance, and sit and be lectured at, we didn't we're not preparing them for work, mm-hmm. they have to go somewhere else and pay somebody some more money to go to a trade school to get ready to work. Uh, how many times, you know, have we talked about? And a big thing is is uh, financial literacy that the schools are yeah. not really teaching the students about financial literacy. Robert Kiyosaki makes a big point about this. We're not teaching them we weren't teaching them to handle money. We weren't teaching them to make buying decisions. we were so a lot of kids that leave the school that don't know these things so if so if their parents aren't teaching them, they're stuck <laughs> Mhm,
0: yeah, so. So, my first thought is, I'm going to say first thought. So, so, one of the points that was important to me is we're still trying to determine what the educational system is going to do. And when I say that, so you had some people screaming about our uh, test scores versus China and Russia and other countries. And that then they started trying to push schools to teach to tests because this was somehow supposed to make us more competitive in the global um, uh, labor market. Right? So so we're pushing our, we're pushing our we're pushing our schools to teach to tests. Um and and probably which is why those things that like auto mechanic and welding and home ec and you know whatever else was hands on in the schools um become a casualty of that kind of thinking. Hmm. But but it was well,
2: those types of things were becoming were becoming casualties in the seventies early eighties, especially once Reagan became president and all we knew how to do was cut cut money anything that resembled a social program let's cut it if it wasn't military, let's cut it and uh and one of the places where there were still big budgets that economic, greedy economic people wanted was school budgets. So they were cut or you had these private corporations who wanted to go in and go after that money. They wanted their money in to these blue and black suit wearing guys in their pocket. So they could build their golden parachutes and everything. Instead of making sure our kids get education so that the next generation are employable. Not everybody's going to be a data specialist. Not everybody is going to be a scientist. We need welders. We need auto mechanics. I for one would tell you a good mechanic is worth their weight in gold.
0: Well, I mean, okay, so. So when you talk about uh, them cutting school budgets, um, you know, part of what I saw or what I believe I saw was in an attempt to keep more of their money, the attack on the public school system was more designed to favor the wealthy than the average everyday citizen because once they took their money out of the public school system, then they wanted to invest in a private school system that's going to favor them. So so that that money cutting um, was more... Dis- the training was still going to be there. The idea was is that they could then have more influence in school decisions. So if you've got a public school system then you have to go through the bureaucracy in order to, let's say you wanted to, um, you wanted um, certain skills taught in the K through 12. You had to go through the bureaucracy to get it done. If you eliminated the public school sector or if you weakened it significantly and then uh, created the situation where I can take my money out of the public school system then I can build a school system that's going to do things the way I want it to do. Okay. Because- The question
2: that I have you. Okay. Go ahead. Well, the the situation is after you do all of that, what do you do with all these people who don't have the means or the finances to get to this private school system that you want to build out of public money instead of taking your money at building
1: your own
0: school system. Ex- that's, See, you know. Go okay. Go ahead. So the, high, no, the whole idea like, was, the whole idea was is that that tax money that they were kicking in for for the school system and for art lovers and for, you know, uh, animal rights and, and all of that kind of stuff, it comes back to them. They don't have to spend it on other things that they don't like and don't care about. They can use that Mm -hmm. on the way that they want to use it to, to implement the systems that they want to do on a private list. They want to basically want to privatize America. They want to, they want to become individuals of whatever, whatever I want to do. I don't have to kick in anything for everybody. I don't have to help anybody, right. but the people I want to help.
2: But the thing is, when you kick in, everybody benefits. Like, you you had mentioned Obama, Obama where his economic program. And, like, one of the things he got criticized for saying, the infrastructure funding, and part of that is schools, he said, but you rich people and you rich businesses, you use that, but you didn't build it. But everybody got to use it and everybody got to pay for it. And less and less are they paying for stuff because like the previous guy with his $2 trillion tax cut that was unpaid for, you know, they're, they're paying less and less of the tax and more and more regular working people such as you, me and Warren in our economic classes, got to pay the tax.
0: Well, that seems to, to that. me that seems to me to fit exactly what I said. They want to pull more of their money out of helping everybody right. and put it towards only helping themselves. So, in other I words, agree I
2: agree with you. And, I, and then, good. And they're the first one. They're the first ones that be up here hollering communism and socialism where they private you and i talked about this before they privatize their profits, but they socialize the losses
0: sure sure they want to pass the losses on to the to the, the general public to everybody else um but when they pass those laws those those losses on um so, so they do it in two ways so they get uh on their taxes They get credit for not having, you know, I've had a loss. So that should reduce my tax burden. Okay. Then if the company has a problem, if the company fails or if the company is in trouble, I get a bailout from those public funds that I didn't contribute to. That I I paid, I paid little or into. So, so they double dip into, um, not helping everybody and only helping themselves and then building an educational system that, that they then fund and, and say, Oh, well you can, you can bring your kid here if you, if you want to, if you can afford it, but they don't, they, they show no compassion for the, for the, the school system that needs that, that to educate, um, generally every American or everyone that, that interacts in the, um, you know, public
3: sphere. So yeah, I you're absolutely right. I mean, the people, people at the top with all the resources is, you know, it's hard to, uh, imagine that they really want to help all the people at the bottom meaning they would give up a great portion of what they have to help other people that are not of their community not of their type or kind so it creates a system instead of a common system where everybody benefits equally we have uh separate and unequal systems i agree I, The people I, with the money and resources have their own system and people with little or no resources are in a totally different system. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm.
0: So, so I, so here's my thought as far as the K through 12. K through 12 is an opportunity to learn how to be a citizen. Uh, auto mechanic class is about being able to fix your own car. Shop Mm -hmm. welding class, shop class and welding class and home ec is about just running your everyday life. Just, you know, I took shop class. I wanted to make my own furniture. So I was going to buy my own, you know, shop equipment and build my own furniture. And that's just a part of you know owning my mm-hmm. own home. That's that's just what I wanted to do, and having and having that skills, I wasn't looking at doing it as a um, a profession. It's quite possible uh-huh. I could have turned it into a profession, but I, I just wanted to be able to do that, and and I thought I saw that those classes were um, helped facilitate that. Um, there can be economics there, there is economics uh, classes I don't know if they, there was economic classes when I was in high school um, I don't know all of the class system is still intact that way but uh, learning you know economics we should teach better economics an understanding of what our economic system is like and why it got the way it was so that people can understand the importance of it in um in in in, in the society um you know preparing people not for the job world not for not to send them out to be to make someone else money because they're not they're not preparing people to be management or to be company owners. They're preparing people to be um, hourly employees to go in on the ground level and try to work your way up. So that means somebody else is going to make money off of you long before you benefit the most from it. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, listen to what
2: you was explaining a few moments ago. Taking the example of you wanting to get those skills so you could build your own furniture. You still more than likely had to buy some materials. You still would have had to buy some tools. Now, you're participating in an economic system that benefits everybody because you're buying things. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Now, if you choose to go and make your own furniture and your own cabinets to sell, and you start selling them, then you have to buy better tools. You have to buy more tools. Maybe you get enough demand that you have to hire you two or three workers. Okay, so you're making... Not everybody's going to be a business owner, Mm -hmm. but you give them the skills to learn. Not not everybody's meant to be a professor or a scientist, but we need the truck drivers. We need uh, trained engineers. We need, like, again... These days they call them auto technicians instead of auto mechanics because of all the school they have to go through because of the computer systems that are in that are that are controlling cars. Mm-hmm. But you need those things. And there are some people that are four year co- sitting in the college for four years or 12 years or whatever is not for them. They they won't make it that way. So they need to be we need to have something available so that after high school they can go work instead of just minimum wage menial jobs that's just my thought on the, on well, the whole thing
0: okay i don't want to knock minimum wage jobs minimum wage jobs is right. where it's where you go to to um determine if you want to if you want to do this as a career it's a way for you to get in okay and learn some basic right. skills and then move up Minimum wage is a a very respectable way into the job market. So I I don't want to, one of the things that that, uh, made me feel unpleasant was in order to, uh, schools were saying, you know, come back and you don't want to flip burgers for the rest of your life. So come and pay us thousands of dollars to, to, learn how to be a bookkeeper or whatever. Right. And so that's that's putting down the people that you absolutely have to have because if somebody's not working the register or flipping burgers, I can't go get um, you know, some fast food on in my in my life. You know what I'm saying? So so those aren't correct. There's so we should respect those people and, and to say So rather than put down one industry or one job title or one job position, we um, um, lift up everybody and just say, you know, if you have uh, uh, numbers skills and you'd like to expound on those numbers skills, you know, go to school for accounting, et cetera, X, Y, Z. Right. But I think uh, K through 12 up until you're 18, you have no idea where you're going to end up in the job world and to start job training at that point seems to me pointless. I loved workshop. I wanted to do that, you know, in my own home, but uh, I got nowhere near that in the job market. So if I was using that as job training, that would be wasted job training. So why why train? Well, what
2: I'm saying, go ahead. Now what I was saying was, okay, Dad, I see the point that you're making. And it's a valid point. But at the same time, why well, take a person and say, yeah, the only way you're going to ever do anything is to go to college for a four-year degree and spend all this money. Maybe you get what you into. Maybe you don't. I went to college, got a degree in economics. My career ended up being a firefighter, didn't need college for that at the time. So it's like, if I knew that I would end up being a firefighter as a career, you think I would have spent four years going to college and all that money? No, it wouldn't have happened. But it's about giving options. It's about giving choices. Some people know what they want to do when they're 12 or 13. Most don't, but it's about giving them an option, giving them options, allowing them to explore.
0: Well, you, you kind of, you kind of are giving college the only option for advanced education. When you've got trade schools, you've got technical schools, you've got, um, you've got, uh, um, what do they call them when you bring somebody on um, out of college? Uh,
2: Apprenticeship. You got Internships. apprenticeships.
0: Internships. Apprenticeship. You got Internships. tons of ways. Yeah. To get people trained, college isn't the only way. It's what's being pushed right. the most because it's yeah. a right. it's it's an income generating tool. Yes. Yeah and 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 the thing that that bothered sure. me about like internships, there should never been anything such as an unpaid internship. If you're doing work and the company's value being <laughs> being receiving value, they should at least pay you something.
3: absolutely. they're getting free labor. they're getting free labor right. you think they're gonna turn That's that unethical.
1: down? <laughs> but they set nope. the
0: system up. Now they want to. Now they want to train your your K through twelve in a job before the kid is even decided he even likes that kind of work. I think I think K through twelve is an opportunity to expand. We can expose them to a wealth of of things like like I said, shop and and auto mechanics and um. Programming, truck drive, truck driving, welding, but for themselves, for their personal development and not as a pre-job requirement or a pre-job schooling. You know, you, you got a chance. So you can understand, you can understand programming. That doesn't mean you're going to go into programming, but if you know how a website is built, if you know how it functions, then as you're going through life it's going to be useful to you and has nothing to do with a job.
2: Well, I mean, our ed- what is our education system for? Is to get you educated with the eventual reality that you go to work. It's meant to have you be an employee, and I just believe there are, some, there are some things that were taken out of it that should not have been. But that's, that's just my thought.
0: And that's what I'm saying is that our educational system should not be a pipeline for employment. It should not be designed so that you are a product. You should be a productive citizen, which does not, has nothing to necessarily to do with a productive employee. If you learn how okay. the world world works, if you understand democracy better, you become a better, a better uh, educated citizen, and that should be the primary goal of K through twelve because that's what we we're all paying for. We're not paying for employees; we should be paying for citizens to make sure that that you are the prepared citizen. When you walk across that stage and you throw that tassel and your hat and all that mess, um, that you are ready to be a citizen of the United States of America.
2: But isn't part of being a citizen of the United States of America making a living, providing for yourself? Not every family can afford to continue to take, or should they, continue to take care of 18, 19, 20-year-olds.
0: They I didn't say, I didn't say, be allowed to, but you can start job training. Once you leave high school, that doesn't change. That doesn't change. I'm saying K through 12 has nothing to do with job training period. When you step out into the world, there are a million ways to get you trained. It, it should not be at the expense of citizenship.
2: But part of your citizenship is learning how to live in your with society, work in totally, your society, totally disagree. And make a living in your society.
0: Totally disagree. Totally.
2: Okay. Totally okay. disagree.
0: Okay. I understand your point. Disagree with it completely. Cause I don't think I don't think I you understand. you are a worthwhile as an employee until you're a worthwhile citizen.
2: I'm not in a hundred percent agreement with that, but I understand. I
0: understand. understand. And that's the, that's the benefit. That's the benefit of, of us having this conversation. So I can, uh, make sure that you fully embrace my point.
3: (laughs) I'm messing with you. (laughs)
1: I'm messing with you. I
3: I think the big question to that whole issue is who gets to determine, uh, what a worthwhile citizen is. And, and that, defining that you know because we come from different cultures different backgrounds and are taught different things in our education system so once we get out of that 12th grade uh, education we're not all equal and we're not seeing things the same You because of the diversity of the education education
0: system so K through K through 12 um there should be a national standard as a citizen of the United States. When you, when each one of those people walk across that stage, they should have commonality in knowledge about citizenship. Okay. Would you agree? Yeah. And the, and the point that oh, I've been About
3: to- citizenship. Yeah. But, but that word standard, when looking at today's climate and the education system, and when you see what's going on, I don't think you're going to get people across this country to come anywhere near an agreement on very much. You might be right, but with I, the division I, I can't
0: right now. I can I can't see inside myself to say I'm not going to go for the best, that I'm not going to go for the optimum, because you're right. There are people yeah. that would disagree with that idea simply because two other people in the room do agree with it there are people that that just <laughs> are not going to go along because someone else went along that person has on a blue shirt i don't like that person and whatever idea that that person puts forward is horrible and that happens they're just they're
2: just being contrary and for no reason at all
0: well that's just part of their nature that's a part of That's a part of them as a person. Different. Right. You know, so we want to, I want us to have a discussion about teamwork. We've talked about that. We've put that on the, in the, in the Mm -hmm. bin for uh, coming up discussion. So I'm not going to get into the teamwork aspect Mm -hmm. of it, but you're right. (laughs) There are people who aren't, who don't like being part of a team and that's reflective in people trying to take their money out of the system to benefit everybody and only provide resources for themselves and a small part of the community. Because every every person that does not understand the political system that we live in and, uh, and voting and all that kind of stuff is not productive in the system. And if we want to sustain the system, we have to have more people educated in why the system exists, should the system exist, and being a part of the team to make it better. Not, I'm going to take my ball and go someplace else in your backyard. I'm saying if you want to, if you don't want to be a part of the political process, if you don't want to be a part of American democracy, there are places that you can go and be what you want to be. Why tear down this? Why tear down democracy that's attempting to um, be inclusive just so you can be exclusive?
3: You want to know why? Share, please. Because this is America and (laughs) you can. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot tell me to wear mm. a mask. <laughs> you cannot teach this to my children because of that this the other yada yada yada. We are not in agreement on enough to say that uh agree on what the system should be about. We're fighting. Exactly. You go to school uh, conferences now. People are are fighting, physically fighting. They need to have armed guards at the school meetings now. So we're we're not uh, in a good state right now when it comes to defining our system.
2: Well, that last question Leon asked, I like to ask the previous guy that he started all with all that we're seeing now. He laid those roots.
0: Well, let me ask he you laid a question. Those roots. I, and we'll, that's With a lie, kind of varying off. Do you think he was the problem, or do you think he was a symptom of the problem?
2: I think more or less he's the symptom of the problem. Okay. He knew it was there. He knew it was there, and for his own selfish means, he chose to stoke it and bring it up, bring it up to the surface.
0: Okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that. Warren's part that you and Warren are saying the same thing. You just um, are saying it a little differently is that there are a lot of people who don't want to do, who don't want to work together. they they see somebody in a yes. blue shirt. They see somebody in a blue shirt or a green shirt or a red shirt, or they're over six feet tall, under six feet tall, got long hair, short hair, bushy hair, curly hair, uh, green eyes brown eyes black skin Asian skin whatever and they don't want to work with the other guy so they want to take their ball and go home they want to they want to trash the system as a whole and make it only work for them I get it but we still have to try don't we Because what are the what's the op- What's the alternative to not trying? Failing. Mm-hmm. Well, I I think I think there's two options to not trying: as uh, we let them have their way, or we fight with them to get our. To,
3: I
2: think even our, when you huh, I think when you try, when you try, you're going to fight because you get some people who are so dug in and you try to get them to see anything other than what they've dug into, they're going to fight. They're going to fight. You have some people that are that, are that entrenched.
0: Sure. I'm, um, but, but there's multiple ways to, to at least attempt to deal with people who are seem immalleable, I think that's the word, or not malleable who aren't willing to see a common good, see a higher common good. Because a higher common good, to look outside your, your, your own desires, to see a higher common good, allows people to work together. And that's the only way that people work together. There has to be something in it for both. Because if one if one side feels they're doing all the giving and the other side is not participating, there's no reason for them to continue to try to work with the other side. And I agree with you there. But I think I don't think you can I don't think you can um, broker peace without having conversation. I I can't imagine that two people just sat there and looked at each other and got up from the table and decided to work with each other without words being exchanged. I see you mulling that in your head, Warren.
3: Give me, give me your thoughts on it. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I don't really know what people have already decided before they get to the table that, you know, but i think that when you have polar opposite views on major issues it's it's kind of difficult to get problems solved and so how do we really work together on those major issue disagreements that we have until we can sit down and listen to each other and actually have a reason Mm-hmm. And and instead of emotion and and sense, let's talk about common sense instead of uh, hype and hyperbole. You know, and work things out. People are not at, at a calm state of uh, being right now. They're they're just hyped up and ready to fight over everything. So that that's why we're so screwed up right now because people just don't want to sit down and talk about issues.
0: Well, I like I like, it I
3: like I like that
0: you use the term common sense. And what I, I when I hear people use that a lot of times, they don't put enough emphasis on the common. So your experience as a black American, African American, is different than the experience of people who are Asian, people who are white people who are black that were not born in the United States, who who migrated in the last 20 years, 10 years. So, so common sense implies that, that we have some commonality in intelligence and the intelligence that we're going to use to address the issues that we want to address. And so I agree with you that we need to sit down and listen to each other, because mm-hmm. there is a there is a like you like Leonard said earlier, you got people moving in from uh, from different all parts of the world, so so common sense may not be all that common because their experiences are going to be different. In America, the transfer of wealth is not from people working their way up into uh, the upper echelons of society. It's wealth that's passed down. People who did who didn't have to work a, a minimum wage job, so they don't understand the so it's not common knowledge about how people who work a minimum wage job are going to be. If you've never had to work for a living, if you've never had to punch a time clock, how do you connect with somebody that does when you become a business owner? So like uh, the, the, Paul, the, the, the Gettys, the J. Paul Gettys, uh, uh, the chases, that money was passed down, they never had to work. They never had to um, um, struggle through a day. They never had to have a boss who was, uh, was hard to get along with. So how do they identify with those people? when they become the boss when they take over companies when they run things
3: well i i don't think having money and i could be wrong i don't think uh having money automatically puts a person on another planet when it comes to looking at uh the human condition but at the same time uh money changes people this is one thing that that's a fact and to give you an example i was reading on the uh online today that incident um at the uh that that concert where the people got killed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so apparently drake was performing at that show too right right so right after the show, there, there's an article, and they're making this big deal about the fact that he went directly from the show to a strip club and blew a million dollars mm-hmm. in a strip club. Mm-hmm. And somebody made the comment, "Well, he should have um, he should have been trying to give that money to some of the families of the deceased." attendance or whatever. And I, I understand the sentiment of that, but those people were literally weren't even identified, barely identified by them. So I don't think that was the the actual um, problem. I think the real problem was blowing a million dollars in a concert. I don't <laughs> think Drake had that big of a silver spoon in his mouth when he was born that he was taught that kind of nonsense. And I'm saying that because, to me, it's nonsense. So where people get the mindset to do what they do, I think a lot of it is, comes in from their in, internal um, ideas. Well, I agree.
0: But um, so, so we've created a society. We've created a consumption society. We don't, um, we don't push uh, working together. We don't push building things together. Our society pushes individual al- individuality. I am an individual, and you mentioned that earlier. Uh-huh. You said that earlier. Um, you know, I I don't. Why should I? S- Send my kid to this school. Why should I? Right. I. 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 Right. Yep. So. I. I. Me. 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 So, Drake spending or Drake or whoever, if he's got a million dollars, what is he gonna do with it? I. 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 That's not gonna do him. Right. He's gonna do him. And I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm going based on, you know, what you were saying. But, uh, um. So so. Part of why I'm saying we standardize the education, is we give everybody the same tools to begin with when they walk out into the the business world. If everybody starts with the same tools, that does not necessarily mean they're going to end up in the same place. Some people are going no, to rise. Some people are going to rise to the top because it's in them to rise to the top. Because maybe at home um, they're being pushed harder than someone else. Uh-huh. And that's fine. But if they start with the same tools and we understand that we're in this together, and we and we start there with the educational system, not about jobs, not about earning your income, but about how we protect our society. I think that gives us a a better start to the process to, to build a better society. Yeah,
3: I agree. I agree. And I think the key thing there is getting us to have the mindset of our society to right. see society uh, as see us as a whole instead of this group here, that group there, that social ladder here, right. this rung down here at the bottom, we have to see ourselves as closer to equal and and being more alike than different because of the differences that we have.
0: But but through 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 economic through um. Issues where Social. money money was funneled into one community and denied for others. There is this, I have my money. I'm going to protect my money because it's mine. I earned it. Sure. Regardless of how it got to me, Regardless of, you know, if, if, and I, I guess I'm trying to avoid saying it directly, but I'll, I guess I'll say it directly. The fact that that black people, it was taken from black people and given to me, it's not my problem. It's mine now. And, uh, and I, and, and I'm, a, I'm gonna have it, and and I should get to keep it. It's mine. Me.
3: I. 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 You're, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. And and when we start looking at the big picture, we have to learn how to appreciate what we do have before we can actually have anything and protect it. And that's- and that's, It starts. Go ahead, no.
0: Please, you, no? I, I'm loving it. Yeah. I, I'm eating up because we've got people who are trying to change the democratic process so that it becomes autocratic or it becomes, um, uh, what is, what is the term aristocratic, uh, you know, where business owners make all the decisions or the church makes all the decisions or rich people makes all of the decisions. Um, and so, uh, If we don't see that the system needs to work for everybody, if we're not building the system for it to better work for everybody, then we've got a problem with the system being able to exist.
2: Well, the people at the top, they operate by the old golden rule. Those with the gold make the rule (laughs) and And that was something you know when we started off this talk you know i I remember talking about how all of these cuts were happening under reagan being cut happy Mm -hmm. and he came back his second year and said the way he was cutting everything was wrong Mm
1: -hmm.
2: he should have took a a scaffold as opposed to an axe and see and it's just like when you look at money, you wanted to cut down all of this because you wanted to give rich people their tax breaks. Raise up the money, you get you get more people working, you collect taxes, you get more taxes for things like schools, for example. And you get more people up, you get more people going. Now when you go cutting and you cut down the schools, you cut the money, and then we started having forty and forty-five person class sizes when we should only have twenty because you got cut happy and went to cutting. You know it has but everything the, we the 40, do. It has effects. It the, has 40, effects.
0: the forty, the uh, 40 pupil class size wasn't in all the schools,
2: right? But a lot of schools started having problem with that,
0: mm-hmm. and and then we started teaching to tests
2: and. That came up later, but after a while, yeah, we were teaching. And
0: then that's, that's the precursor. And then we started teaching to tests. I'm not an educator. So, so I'm, I'm looking at it from outside the educational system, but uh, Mm -hmm. teaching to tests um, is about a specific income for a specific group. It's not for everybody. Correct. It's not to benefit everybody. Correct. Right. And so and so we're teaching to a test, and we know that some of the people, uh, if two people make the same grade on the test, one of them is going to have a better future than the other one. Because we're not a meritocracy. True. Because we're not a meritocracy because I can find a way to eliminate one person that I don't want from achieving in the the, the scheme of things. Because I'm a company owner and I don't have to play fair. I get to create the culture I want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So so two people can and and I think one of you guys said it before. Not all of the same thing is taught everywhere in the country.
3: No, no. So so not even in the same town. Not even in the same town. <laughs> So then how, how do you, judge? you go on this side is one, one thing cross the tracks or wherever something totally different. Right. So how do you judge which is
0: going to be a better employee?
3: That's a good question. Some people are better at judging other people than others. Mm-hmm. Some situations it's left up to an algorithm. Exactly, but how well do they work? How well do they work? What do you know about that algorithm?
0: What we do know, we, we do know, is that the person that creates the algorithm is more likely gonna be gonna make sure that the algorithm uh, pr- uh prospers people that are a lot like them. Oh,
3: right. absolutely! That's the whole point, <laughs> right? That's the whole point. <laughs> so, right. So, so we've got yeah. we've got a mess going,
0: and you and and we've got like Warren says nobody wants to work to fix it. I want to keep working for a system that's going to benefit me. Damn you, hell with you. I get mine, you get yours. <laughs> Shoot, most of the time
1: it ain't even about getting
2: yours. I get mine, and for me getting mine. I got to make sure you don't get yours. So. That's
0: <laughs> right on top. I get mine. And in order for me to make sure that mine stays, I got to make sure you don't get yours. Because yeah. if you're, if you're able to be competitive, <laughs> then that means you might take some of, some of the stuff away from me. And how does that make America better? How does that make how does it make America better? Well, of course not.
2: Well, the previous guy said he got to make America great again. That's that's the kind of stuff he wants done. We could that's what makes America great.
0: We could have <laughs> went a total sixty minutes and you never had to make that statement, and I would have been perfectly fine.
1: Where's <laughs> <laughs> well, the truth?
2: That's what he I would have been what he perfectly fine. All righty.
3: <laughs> great yeah. is great to the one you're talking about that's talking about it huh <laughs> great is great to the one that's
0: talking about it being great i know what you're saying right for for the person that's that yeah. has in their mind what greatness is then then that's great but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be yeah. great to other people right but there were 70 yeah, there were exactly. 75 70 70 something million people that that whether they knew what he, uh, what great was, they signed on. Sign me up for some of that crazy. Right, because, oh,
3: <laughs> he focused on their buttons, on their hot buttons. Oh yeah, he
2: he he put, like I said, he went and took what was there, and he bought it up to the top to make his, for his own purposes, and he keeps talking about well, seventy four million people voted for me up. What he forgot, what he won't mention is 81 million people voted against him.
0: (laughs) All righty, we are done for the day. Say goodbye.
1: (laughs) Goodbye.
3: All righty, y'all.
0: All right, we'll see you tomorrow, 2 p.m. Central Time. All right. This material is being presented via copyright disclaimer under Section 107. That concludes this episode of Altitude Adjustment. And thank you for listening. This podcast is streamed live on YouTube and twitch.tv and is designed for listener interaction. Visit the website, thelionsdenstl.wixsite.com forward slash home to join the discussion. The audio version of Altitude Adjustment is available where you get your podcasts, including stitcher.com, the iTunes store, and the Google Play Music Store, to name a few. Remember that the internet is powered by your likes, shares and comments so please like share and comment on this and other episodes of altitude adjustment because it matters and as always look out for the other guy because they may not be looking out for you